So today is day 66 of the first 90 days, titled Feedback on what your customers really want. So it's generally not the idea or the person or even the tech that really leads a startup to achieve great success, but rather listening and acting on customer feedback quickly. Now, since Upski is just a few weeks away from launching, we've got a few users testing the platform already, and we've got our marketing all in place, ready for the beta to open. So we thought we'd focus this podcast on how best to get the customer feedback that will shape what Upski evolves into. So Mark, in the last episode, we spoke a bit about the approach of opening Upski up as a beta um, and inviting users from our networks and partners to use the product. And the goal of this was getting feedback quickly so we can ensure the best possible version of the product is what gets released to the public when we go more broadly. So how are you planning on capturing actionable customer feedback during this beta period? Uh, Well, Lauren, I guess... um there's a couple of ways, um, you know, the most obvious, um, are things like, um, analytics, um, in terms of how users have used the website, where maybe some of the biggest abandonment has been versus, um, the most positive experience from an onboarding perspective. Um, additionally, we could also consider doing surveys, which we are, um, but there are other tools that we're also exploring, such as tools similar to user voice. Uh, and the primary goal with a tool like that is to be able to capture feedback about some of the Vnext features. So I mm-hmm. guess one way to look at this is there's probably a bunch of different buckets of feedback the most obvious, like we discussed, is just the general Google Analytics feedback. What are people doing on the website? How's it going? How is it going? Um, where are we having the most um, sign-up experience versus the opposite, people abandoning? Um, and then separately, there's you know feedback about, say, you know, which we will capture in surveys about the the month experience, whether it's pricing-related questions or locations that we want to add and so on, uh, which may not necessarily have to do with the website and may not necessarily have to do with Vnext features, but may more may have more to do with just the kind of experience in general of, of using the service. And then thirdly, I guess the other bucket is just the, the, the Vnext set of features. So what's a Vnext set of features? Um, so Vnext being the next version um, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna cut this out. I thought you were saying V-neck. <laughs> That's awesome. V-neck, polos, t-shirts. Oh, this is really fancy. Anyway, okay, cool. Let's uh, let's cut that part out. No worries. <laughs> Shall I go on to the next question? Sure. Cool. Okay, so is there a process that you'll follow once you've collected all of this feedback from our users? Uh, You bet. Um, So I I think the biggest challenge is how does one distill the feedback into an actionable set of next steps? Um, And I think that's, you know, part of, you know, one part science, one part art. The science part is, you know, using the various different feedback tools that we have to capture the feedback. 
and to make sure that what we're capturing is in fact the right feedback. The art part is then taking all that feedback and then trying to figure out which set of feedback is more important than say some other feedback. Um, mm. And then really just, you know, trying to prioritize that. So, um, you know, once we've gone through the exercise, you know, we'll then be compiling the feedback on some regular interval. And I guess, depending on the nature of the feedback, say a survey versus say Google Analytics, um, that would, I guess, determine the frequency of how quickly we compile the feedback. Uh, and then it's really just a matter of, you know, trying to take a step back and then think through um, what's potentially a bug. So maybe someone's having an issue, say, with a sign-up process or um, something like that, um, you know, versus, say, what's a set of features that we haven't necessarily added but maybe we should add, um, you know, versus, say, I don't know, maybe just um, competitive differentiation um, set of features as opposed to just, you know, we support, say, Skype and um, um, Slack and whatnot, but people are like, hey, can you also support another tool? Um, mm -hmm. You know, so that's just an example of, you know, maybe just some VNEX set of capabilities that people might be asking for. Okay, sure. But I guess you could potentially get a lot of conflicting feedback from different customers, particularly given, I guess, our two quite different user groups of the early stage entrepreneurs or first time entrepreneurs even versus our more experienced like technical DevOps segments. So how do you decide which feedback is worth acting on and which isn't? Oh, great question. I think, um, I think this is less about a black and white answer. I think at the end of the day, um, it'll be interesting to see what kind of feedback emerges and it may be one audience, which is, I guess what, our hypothesis is maybe one audience has more, I don't know, detailed feedback than the other, say DevOps folks versus say entrepreneurs. Um, so, you know, maybe the DevOps feedback is somewhat more actionable in the short to medium term, whereas the entrepreneur feedback maybe requires a bit more drilling into to try to uncover what folks actually mean. So I think that's, you know, one part of the puzzle. Um, I think additionally, you know, then there's the question of, great, so now you've figured out what everyone wants. Now the question is, how do you prioritize? What do you go after first? And that, I think, is, you know, the hardest thing to crack because um, you may have features that are potentially um, com competing uh, and you may... And, and you'll obviously be in a position where whatever feature you choose to take on is effectively competing against work that could be done on other features. So may not necessarily be the simplest or easiest to understand answer, but the point is, is that, um, you know, I think it's it's one, the most important thing is to try to get the feedback. And then from there, you know, I think it's a, it's just a process to kind of work through the feedback, think about the personas, think about where the biggest adoption is coming from. It may be, you know, whatever assumptions you might have made about your personas, it may be one persona is actually driving the majority of the adoption. So it could be, 
you know, based on that, you end up doubling down on doing more work to address the needs of that persona as opposed to maybe multiple personas. Um, just kind of throwing it out there. Cool. No, I think that makes sense. And, um, you know, a, t- a technique that I've used in the past and maybe it's kind of similar to what you were just describing is um, ranking all of the different points of feedback that come in based on the impact it's having on the experience, say one to five, five being like um, a huge impact on the experience, making it unusable. Then the frequency of that point coming through from customers, if it's a theme that's coming through a lot, and then the ease of fix as well, because obviously if something is an easy fix and, and causing a huge impact on the experience, then that might be something you want to rank first. Yeah, no, that's a great point. In fact, we actually do something very similar in our scenario planning uh, where we have columns that attempt to capture things like, um, you know, the cost to implement that scenario or story, um, the, whether or not it's a table stake versus differentiation from a competitive perspective. But I like your suggestions on trying to tease out some type of pain experienced by that end user um, as a way to kind of influence um, some of the decision-making. And then at the end of the day, if you're using some type of scoring system, you know, one through five for each of those categories, you know, one could argue that you could then tally um, or maybe there's a multiplier if, you know, maybe you have a multiplier on, you know, say, I don't know, like maybe you've got a column about um, adoption driver, Um, you know, so maybe feedback that you get from an end user or one of the personas is crazy painful for them. But in terms of how that specific set of functionality is actually going to help you drive adoption, it may be Mm. insignificant. So so that I think, and and that's probably what, what you're getting at, is that I think it's easy to get distracted because a bunch of people are jumping up and down saying, I need this, I need this, or this sucks, or this is painful or whatever. And I think that's part of the hardest challenge when it comes to product management is trying to, you know, distill the, 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 no- the noise from the, you know, the, the reality. Um, Definitely. Yeah. Well, and I think what you just said, as in adding up the columns and then ranking completely makes sense. Um, and that'll give you a forced order to work from. Yeah. Um, particularly if you're not so technical, then simply assigning a score and adding it will, yeah, I guess, prioritize for you. Um, so my next question was just, obviously, as you said before, getting the feedback is the most important part. And then once you've got all of it, then you can decide what to do with it. So are there any tools you can suggest for other entrepreneurs out there to better capture customer feedback for their own products or businesses? Uh, you bet. I mean, yeah, I think we've chatted about you know, obviously Google Analytics, but, um, you know, once we're live with Facebook ads, you know, then there's also Facebook's um, equivalent of Google Analytics, um, which is obviously not as sophisticated, but still an important tool to be able to use and support. Um, There are other third-party tools, um, you know, for example, survey tools. Um, I know there's a tool that you like called Crazy Egg, um, which I think is also helpful, <laughs> especially if you've got content that has multiple pages. Um, so, you know, a great example is our about page. It's, I think, three or four pages. 
um, you know, just in terms of a regular, you know, iPad screen or whatever. So, you know, that might be a good tool to use to try to determine whether or not people are actually scrolling down or, or where are they stopping and, and, and so on. So a tool like Crazy Egg might be able to help us, but there's a bunch of other A-B testing tools out there, you know, which we may consider implementing. But once again, you know, tools like that all end up costing time, you know, to implement. So um, I think just, you know, out of the gate, you know, the goal would be get the basics in place, Google Analytics, Facebook, you know, add tools and whatnot, um, and, then, and then kind of take it from there. Um, and, and like I also mentioned, you know, a tool like user voice, I think is in, incredibly powerful. Um, there's tons of competitive options out there. So, you know, just a way for users to be able to submit their suggestions on um, additional functionality. So this is about V next planning, next version planning, um, you know, just a place for your users to be able to submit feedback and, and have a way for others to vote on it and so on. You know, once again, these things all take time to implement. So, you know, it may be that we kind of deal with this in the first place just with a spreadsheet and email us and, and then over time we kind of evolve that into, you know, export the spreadsheet into a tool and then open that up to all the users. So, you know, just kind of like a, like a staged approach, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that absolutely makes sense. Um, perfect. I mean, I think they're definitely the tools that I would also think to use in the early stages for getting customer feedback. And as you said, there's endless tools out there that can do all sorts of fancy things, but it is really weighing up the value you're going to get versus the time to implement and then analyze. Um, but I guess the ones we've talked about are great for upski and, and digital platforms. There's a couple of others I would just want to suggest for our listeners, which is if you're building a mobile app, there's a tool called Apptentive. This is awesome. You can do in-app surveys on key pages, uh, even single question surveys. And then if you get a positive response, you can also then trigger a request for a review. So try and drive towards as many five-star reviews as you possibly can um, by starting with a survey. So I definitely suggest Apptentive. And then the second option is you can also get customer feedback outside of your product directly. So I think social media listening is really key and a lot of early stage entrepreneurs overlook this. But a tool like Hootsuite that a lot of people might know for scheduling different social media posts um, can actually also do really good social media listening for you from different keywords and uh, associated with your brand. Plus it's free. So <laughs> I always think that's a good one. Very cool. Okay, amazing. So uh, let's wrap it up there. And I guess the point is collect customer feedback and act on it as quickly as you can. And don't be scared of getting this feedback. You really have to be vulnerable as an entrepreneur and be open to this feedback and open to changing parts of your idea if you want to be successful. Um, as they say, your most unhappy customers are your greatest source of learning. So the more you listen, the faster you, you'll be able to move. So thank you everyone for listening to the first 90 days podcast. This audio and the blog content can be accessed anytime through the Growth Academy blog. And then tune in on Saturday for day 68, which is when we talk about the power of referrals and how you can influence your customers to spread the word of your business and bring in other customers on your behalf. Essentially, how can you build a truly viral business that grows by itself? The dream. <laughs> so as always, think big, start small and act fast.